0: Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Choose Your Narrative. I'm your host, Nat Smithson, and I'm thrilled you've chosen to join me today. I created this podcast to share stories of my own mindset journey and explore strategies and healthy habits that I now use to build a mind that's geared up for happiness and success. And I want you to do the same. So I encourage you to start your own journey towards creating a stronger, happier, more motivated mind by tuning in weekly so that you too can write, and more importantly, choose the narrative that you wish to live. If I asked you, what is one of the biggest things holding you back from diving headfirst into going after something that's really important to you, what would you say? Imagine this thing could be life-changing for you. Like making a bold career move, starting your own business, starting a family, or perhaps putting yourself out there after you've been rejected in the past, what would you say is holding you back? Maybe you'd say that time was holding you back. If only you had one extra hour in the day, right? Or maybe it's finances. You just need a little extra money in the bank before you're prepared to take that risk or maybe you feel like you don't have a strong support network. And if things don't go to plan, well, you don't have anyone to keep you safe or cheer you on. It may be resources or a gap in your knowledge. You're worried you don't know enough or you won't be able to get access to the necessary training or opportunities. You may say some of these things and maybe even all of these things. And I'm sure there's many, many other reasons also. But what I can just about guarantee is that another one of the things that almost every single one of you would say would be fear. Because if we let it, fear can be absolutely crippling. Fear can hold a lot of very talented, very capable people back if they don't identify when it's playing out negatively in their lives and take the time to learn how to control it. Or as I'm going to talk about today, use it to their advantage. (laughs) Sounds crazy, right? How could you use fear to your advantage? Well, Maybe fear is holding you back. Have you ever stopped and really reflected on that thought? I know I've had to on many occasions. And so I've gone out in search of learning how I can manage my fear better. And even if fear isn't completely holding you back, say you're powering on and still going after whatever it is that's causing this stirring of fear inside of you. Fear is a little bit like an unwanted mosquito that's just buzzing in your ear when you're trying to fall asleep late at night. Because no matter how many times you blindly swipe your hand over your ear in the darkness, seconds or minutes later, that buzz just comes creeping right back in, stirring you from your slumber. And this seems to just go on and on for ages until finally you decide to turn the light on and search your room for the culprit. Sometimes it's right in front of you. But sometimes you have to look really hard for it and you have to be patient, even when you're drowsy and sleepy and you just want to go back to bed. We can treat fear in the same way. Sometimes we're completely aware that we are fearful around certain situations and we choose to face it head on, deciding to go and switch that light on and not waste any more time swatting aimlessly. Other times, though, we may just try and avoid it. We keep swatting in the hope that it will eventually just go away. Or maybe we're so focused on avoiding it altogether that we just pretend it's not even there. We just lie in bed half awake all night because the buzzing never actually stops. And we feel like absolute rubbish for the next day because we've hardly slept and we're kind of going crazy, itching all of the annoying bites that now cover our bodies. We can do the same thing with fear, act oblivious to it. Hoping that if we avoid doing what's causing the fear for long enough, it'll just go away. But the unfortunate reality is that often the trade off when we do this is that important opportunities get missed. We don't allow ourselves to grow to our full potential, or we don't live our lives to their fullest potential. Or we may be so trapped by our fear that even when we avoid doing something because of it, it still strikes as soon as we tackle the next big thing because we haven't learned to conquer it, or at the very least, accept it. Have I got your mind ticking over yet? Are scenarios of when you've let fear be the winner started flooding back into your mind? I bet if those thoughts or memories are coming back, you're kicking yourself for not taking that opportunity, or not doing that thing that challenged you, but you know would have been so damn rewarding. Fear tests our resilience and our willpower to push on, even when faced with uncertainty and the possibility of failure. And this consequently tests how much we really want something. Once we commit our minds to really wanting that something, we must also commit ourselves to the journey of accepting, interpreting and ultimately learning to live with our fears. People who achieve amazing feats in this world don't do so because they're fearless. They do so because they've taught themselves to manage their fear. Fearless, it's become a bit of a buzzword with people focusing more energy on aspiring to become fearless rather than concentrating on learning to respect and repurpose their fear for good. And I say this because fear is a behavioural reflex which acts as a safety mechanism to protect us and this reflex has been around for as long as humans have existed on this earth. We need fear to warn us of dangerous situations to make us think twice before venturing into a turbulent, stormy sea or run headfirst into a raging fire. The problem is, in modern society, we generally live in the safety of our homes and of structured communities and we don't have to escape the jaws of dangerous animals on a daily basis. We instead find ourselves facing more and more mental challenges, perhaps more so than physical danger. Our minds get stuck working overtime, overanalyzing all of the potential negative outcomes of any situation, bottling up more and more fear as we go. And that's nothing to be ashamed of. It's perfectly natural to feel fear when you're planning on embarking on an adventure or a challenge or trying something completely new that's unfamiliar to you where you have no guarantee of success. Fear can be a very individual experience for each of us. And the kind of fear I'm focusing on today is the fear of the unknown, something that's likely out of our control, fear caused by often negative or excessive contemplation of the outcome of an activity or an event. For some, the experience of fear can become a familiar yet managed one. When people are managing their fear, they choose to recognize and accept their fear and then question why they're having those fearful thoughts. What are those thoughts trying to tell them? Are those thoughts warranted? Are they a warning? Or are those thoughts simply the result of a mind that's been allowed to run wild? If we can establish that our fearful thoughts are warranted, then this can be a positive use of fear because it allows us to identify any dangers or issues that could arise when we venture into the fear-causing activity. It gives us the opportunity to pre-plan and attack towards these unwanted dangers or issues. Instead of just going in blind, we're going in much more prepared for anything that could come our way. And when this is the case, fear could actually be considered a tactic a secret weapon of sorts, and we can tweak the way that we act or respond based on running through these potential scenarios in our heads. So I want you to stop and think for a second, what is a fear that you're currently holding on to? Either something you're holding on to just today, or perhaps it's been for the last week or the last month, or maybe you've been holding on to a fear around a certain thing for like a year or more than a year. Just pushing that fear back down every time it rears its ugly head and never actually dealing with it because I guess you think you you might be too busy or it's just too hard and fair enough, you just want to avoid it. So now that I've alluded to the fact that fear can become something that you can have control over, I want to share some of the strategies that I've tried and have had success with in controlling my fears and the best place to start is working out what you're dealing with. It may sound obvious, but the reality is, if we're not super clear on what it is that we actually fear, then we can't be clear on exactly what we're trying to overcome. It's just like goal setting. If we just say blanket statements like I want to get fitter or I want to be stronger or I want to earn more money, but don't actually break down the goals that we need into components and steps towards success, then it's very unclear and it becomes quite difficult to navigate the process of achieving the goal at hand. Fear is exactly the same. You need to take the time to reflect and identify what it is exactly that you're afraid of. Why do you think you're afraid of that thing, that scenario or that outcome? Are you potentially escalating it in your mind beyond what the realistic level of concern should be? When I've had moments where i fear towards a particular situation escalating to a point where I start to experience anxiety around it, I find that taking a moment to stop, reflect, digest, and dismantle that fear allows me to get my mind set correctly. If this thing is an ongoing situation or something that I fear regularly, I'll aim to set aside a short amount of time for this each day. And I just choose to do this in the morning because I feel like it's a brand new day and it gives me a bit of a plan of attack for the day ahead. It also gives me the opportunity to decide whether the fears that I'm having are either about something that's happening that day or if it's maybe more of a hidden, larger and ongoing problem. And if those problems are something more ongoing and those fears are more ongoing, then having that opportunity to process the situation in my head allows me to get into the right mindset where I can hone in on solutions and proceed with my day as planned, rather than starting each new day with this sort of scrambled, worried mind, knowing that there's things floating around in there that you haven't dealt with. On the flip side, if my level of fear turns out not to be warranted or at least not require the amount of angst that I'm giving it, well, fantastic. <laughs> I've now saved myself a whole lot of wasted time and energy in feeling anxious about it. Now, I mentioned earlier that it's beneficial to apply the same mindset to your fears as goal setting in respect to making sure that you're super clear on what they are. And to help you with this process, I'd also suggest setting goals specific to uncovering and dealing with your fears. Set goals like, incorporating reflection time into your daily or weekly routine, and then set goals specific to those certain fears. Say for example, your fear is presenting in front of a large audience for a speech, a presentation or a performance. Whatever it is, visualize yourself doing this thing. Then I find it helps to make a list of potential things that could go wrong. Then work through the points on that list one at a time, planning solutions for each of the potential problems and outcomes. If your fear is heightened, be gentle with yourself. Don't rush into this. The last thing you want is to overwhelm yourself with a whole bunch of negative, fearful thoughts. What I'd be aiming to achieve while doing this is processing and then overcoming each potential problem one at a time so that I can reduce the impact of the event in my mind and demonstrate to myself that although I may be fearful of a particular situation unfolding, I've got the power to deal with that situation if it does arise. And the idea is that when that big day comes around, you'll feel so well prepared for any challenges that you may face that you'll have this elevated level of confidence as a bonus. (laughs) And if your fear or your fears relate to something ongoing rather than a one-off irregular event, put reassuring thoughts and actions in place that support progress towards feeling more comfortable with that thing that is holding you back. If you can identify and acknowledge that the fear you are experiencing is caused by an outcome that's unknown, try to remove some of the guesswork by anticipating various likely outcomes. By doing this preparation repeatedly, we come to learn that fear is simply a part of the process when we embark on something that is purposeful and of significance to us. Because it's something that we really want or need a positive outcome for, we become fearful of being disappointed if we don't succeed or get the outcome that we want. If you think of it that way, well, fear can be viewed as confirmation that what we are chasing after is something that we actually really want and is actually really important to us. We generally don't tend to feel anywhere near as much fear around situations that we have no care for the outcome of. Another very easy trap that we can fall into in an effort to avoid fear is making excuses. There may be something we really want or need to do, like learning a new skill, going for a promotion at work, or approaching a difficult conversation with a partner or a friend. But we avoid it by making excuses like, I don't really have time to deal with that today. Or actually, things are fine as they are. We'll just leave it as is. When really, deep inside of us, we're just fearful of the possibility of failure or hurt or change that taking that action may cause. So how do we break free from letting fear hold us back in life? How do we find the strength, the courage, or the awareness to identify it, stare it in the face and say, I am not going to let you get in the way. I'm not going to lie, getting to this point is not easy, and it's not something that happens overnight either. It's the outcome of a dedicated, focused effort combined with belief and some serious mental resilience. You have to really want what it is that you're fearing going for More than the comfort of the situation you're currently in. Did you hear that? You need to want that thing more than the comfort you're currently in. To be able to give you that boost. To override that fear that you're feeling. Firstly, it's important to shift your internal dialogue from, I wish I had this or I wish I was this. To something a little stronger. Try saying something like, I will be this or I am this, you must reinforce the narrative that you're trying to create in your head. If you're constantly telling yourself that you're not good enough, or it's not going to happen to you, or you don't deserve it, then you'll absolutely start to believe that. Too many of us forget or choose not to filter out the negative thoughts that run through our heads. We can easily get stuck tuning into negative, non-productive thoughts on repeat, If we don't actively create positive reinforcing ones. If we're telling ourselves 20 times a day that we're too stupid or too fat or too ugly or too useless or whatever other horrible things we can conjure up. If we're telling ourselves those things over and over again, then of course we're going to start believing the negative stuff. We're bombarding our minds with negativity. So that good stuff just can't get through even if things aren't exactly how we want them to be right at this moment in time. Wouldn't it be so much more beneficial to say something productive, like perhaps, wow, you did a really great job of that. There's room for improvement, but at least you've made a start. All right, so I just want to go back and do a quick recap on what we've talked about today, just to make sure it sticks. Number one. We need to be open to recognizing fear when it shows up. We need to acknowledge it and we need to accept that it does serve a purpose. Secondly, we need to determine if the fear that we're experiencing is warning us of a potential danger or if we just want something really badly to the point that we're scared we may not get it. Then, when we do recognize that we have fear around something, we need to work towards managing that fear rather than striving to become fearless. And to achieve this, we must make regular time to reflect on our fears and also set goals around both the reflection of fear and the accomplishment of the thing that we want that itself is creating fear. If the content in this podcast is connecting with you and inspiring you to step up, work harder and actively create the life that you really want to live, then I'd be so grateful if you could rate and follow my podcast and share it with a friend so that we can grow the Choose Your Narrative community. Thanks again for joining me today. And don't forget that with the right mindset, dedication and intentionality, you do have the power and ability to write the narrative that you really want to live.